It's time for Herd Roundup, your weekly look back at Thundering Herd Athletics. And now this week's edition of Herd Roundup. Hello and welcome to Herd Roundup, the only show on the air that recaps the week that was in martial athletics. I'm Nate Courtney. And I'm Sean Kelly. Ahead on this edition of Herd Roundup, we will update you on softball, cross country, men's and women's soccer, swimming and diving, and the rest of martial Olympic sports. But first, on this edition, this past Sunday, Marshall Softball faced off versus the Potomac State Catamounts in its first game of the fall schedule. FM 88 Sports' Sean Kelly has more. This past Sunday, Marshall Softball kicked off its fall schedule against the Potomac State Catamounts at Dot Hicks Field. Even though the final score and statistics were not officially tracked, the Thundering Herd unofficially scored over 30 runs across 12 innings. After her first game at the helm, head coach Morgan Zirkel noticed positive habits formed both on and off the field. I thought we took our hacks regardless of the pitching. You want to see your team swing the bat, and I think they did that. They ran the bases well, and for the most part, they communicated well in between innings and talking to each other about what we can improve on from here, but what good things are happening as well. So that's always good when the team's communicating. Looking forward to Sunday's matchup versus Davis and Elkins, Zirkle added that there were still parts to improve both offensively and defensively. I think our pitchers eliminating walks, especially against hitters that we know they can handle. And then our hitters continuing to trust the process and not get frustrated, you know, if something we're working on in practice isn't immediately translating, but continuing to trust that what they're working on is going to eventually show up on the field and just keep building upon it. Looking back on Sunday's game, junior infielder Riley Lucas focused on Marshall's effective play in the batter's box and in the field. I liked how we were coming out of the gate swinging. I thought that through the first half of the game, our defense was solid, very clean. Our foundation is there. I'm just super excited to see how much that we grow from here on out. After starting in 53 of the Thundering Herd's 54 games last season, Lucas is not just working on building her swing with Coach Zirkle's hitting approach, but looking to build with her team. Through fall ball, I really just want to learn how hit the different types of pitches like the rise ball, the drop ball, get our team to start meshing more. I'm super excited to see the chemistry start to build. We've only had what, a week and a half of team practice, so building on that, I'm super excited to see how we mesh as a team. This approach is part of redshirt senior infielder Cameron Mahalis's goal for the rest of the fall season as she looks to build on what she gained last season with former head coach Megan Smith-Lyon. Last year, I think was the first season I was really comfortable at the plate, getting my confidence back, and now having somebody that can really help me break down my swing and change some of the things that I do need to work on to even be better this year have been great. Hollis went on to delve deeper into the differences in Zirkle's coaching style. She's explaining how to get on plane and how to work our back hip and our backside into our swings, and that's something that we really tuned into. We're really working on hitting rise balls, which is something that we haven't really worked on ever. And that's something that we struggled with last year. We do all of our front toss overhand. It's definitely different, but I definitely can see the progress. However, the results on the field were not the only source of news for the Marshall softball team. On Tuesday, it was announced that head coach Morgan Zirkle will present at the National Fast Pitch Coaches Association Coaches Clinic in January 2024. 
Looking ahead to this January's meeting, Zirkel is excited to share her knowledge with her fellow coaches. It's definitely an honor and a privilege to speak for the NFCA. It's obviously our largest body of softball people that you get to speak to. And to be able to coach not just your own athletes, but other coaches out there in the game as well, I think it just makes our sport stronger. As a former member of the professional softball team, the Chicago Bandits, and current outfielder for Chicago's Athletes Unlimited, there is not just significance in the meeting, but also in the location itself. It'll be nice to go back to Chicago and maybe see some familiar faces that might attend the clinic. And just to be in that community that I'm a part of other times of the year will be nice to be able to impact maybe that area of the country and hopefully have some people show up for the clinic. In its next matchup on the fall schedule, Marshall takes on the visiting Davis and Elkins Senators. First pitch from Dot Hicks Field is scheduled for Sunday at noon. For FM 88 Sports, I'm Sean Kelly. Thanks, Sean. Softball resumes play this Sunday against the Davins and Elkins Senators. First pitch from Dot Hicks Field is at 12 p.m. Marshall women's soccer fell to the James Madison Dukes by a final score of 4-0 in Harrisonburg, Virginia this past Thursday. The Dukes struck first in the 14th minute due to a penalty kick caused by a Campbell-George handball. In her first career penalty kick, Duke's junior forward Amanda Atanasi gave JMU a 1-0 lead that would remain through the end of the first half. James Madison would not light the scoreboard again until the 62nd minute, when senior defender London Lewis scored her first goal of the season to give the Dukes a 2-0 lead. Less than two minutes later, the Dukes found the back of the net again, putting the thundering herd in a 3-0 hole thanks to an own goal. Finally, redshirt sophomore midfielder Ariana Reyes collected a pass from teammate Suabitu Muhammad inside the Marshall box, sealing a 4-0 victory. Thursday's win, is the Thursday's win is the Duke's third consecutive victory and its fourth consecutive shutout. Meanwhile, Marshall falls to a record of 5-3-1 with its third straight loss, only scoring one goal in its past three games. Women's soccer returns to Hoops Family Field this Sunday at noon against the South Alabama Jaguars. Men's soccer returns home tomorrow evening, facing off against the third-ranked in the nation UCF Knights at 7.15 p.m. In other men's soccer news, on Tuesday it was announced that sophomore forward Matthew Bell won Sunbelt Conference Offensive Player of the Week, his second of the season, his previous being on September 6th. This past week, Bell racked up a goal and an assist in last Tuesday's match against Cleveland State, as well as the game-winning goal this past Saturday against the ninth-ranked-in-the-nation James Madison Dukes. With five multi-point games and three multi-goal games, Bell leads the nation in points with 17. We're going to step aside for a quick break, and when we come back, we'll update you on cross-country, swimming and diving, and more Marshall Olympic sports. You're listening to Herd Roundup. 1-800-222-1222 If you think it might be poison Then the first thing you should do Is call 1-800-222-1222 Poison is the kind of thing You're not supposed to touch Old prescriptions, cleaning stuff Or spider bites and such If you swallowed something bad Or think you took too much Call the Poison Control Santa Hotline 
the people you can trust. For poison emergencies or just questions, the Poison Control Center hotline is here 24-7 with the expert help you need. Free and confidential. We hope you never need us, but keep our number by the phone. 1-800-222-1222. If you think you might be poisoned and you don't know what to do, from your Poison Control Center. If you remember poodle skirts, mini skirts, or bell bottoms, you're just the right age. Whether you listen to Bing Crosby or Chuck Berry, or the Beach Boys, the Bee Gees, or the Beatles, we need your help. Even if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, or beyond, you too can register to become an organ and tissue donor. Surprised? You shouldn't be. Any age is the right age to donate the gift of life, and the need is great. Today, thousands of people are waiting for a transplant. But only one in three of us over the age of 50 is a registered organ donor. If we all registered, imagine how many lives we could save. How many families we could help. So whether you remember the first step on the moon or the last step of the hustle. Take an important step today and learn more. Get the facts. Register to become an organ and tissue donor. Find out how at organdonor.gov or call 1-866-99-DONATE. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Have you heard the buzz about West Nile virus? Protect yourself and your family from the mosquito bites that spread the virus. When you go outside, use mosquito repellent containing DEET. When possible, wear long sleeve shirts and pants and remove standing water around your home where mosquitoes breed. Anyone can become infected, but if you're over 50, you're at higher risk for severe disease or even death from West Nile virus. Remember, the best defense comes from things you can do yourself. Fight the bite. Tell mosquitoes to buzz off. Hi, this is Director of Athletics Christian Spears, and you're listening to Marshall Athletics coverage on the Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Heard Around Up, the only show that recaps the week that was in Marshall Athletics. I'm Sean Kelly. And I'm Nate Courtney. Nearly two weeks removed from its first meet at the Virginia Tech Invitational, Marshall Cross Country hosted the Thundering Herd Invitational at the YMCA Kennedy Center last Friday. FM 88 Sports' Ben Anderson has more. On Friday, September 15th, the Marshall Thundering Herd cross-country team competed in the Thundering Herd Invitational at the YMCA Kennedy Center, marking the first home meet for the program since 1989. The Thundering Herd competed against six other schools, with the women's team competing in the 5K and the men's team competing in the 8K. The women's team would win the Invitational, finishing with 40 points and three top-five performances, and leading the way was graduate student and Parkersburg, West Virginia native Abby Herring, winning for the second straight meet by winning the 5K by nearly 50 seconds with a time of 17 minutes and 1 second. Abby Herring says that she has enjoyed the women's team's strong start to the season. It's been a lot of fun starting off with Virginia Tech. I knew that our girls team was going to do well just because we've all been super motivated putting in the miles and so I was really excited to see not just like myself and like my results but also just like as a team. The girls team has just been doing awesome. The Thundering Herd Invitational was really cool because me personally my family most of us are in West Virginia so like they got to come. Friends from school my mentor teacher from last year got to come and watch so was really cool. So, you know, you're not just running for yourself. You're running for your family and your friends and the community. The men's team would finish in second place with two top 10 performances and leading the way was graduate student Evan White by finishing fourth in the AK. Evan White says that he is impressed with how the men's team has improved from the Virginia Tech Invitational to the Thundering Herd Invitational. We're still training extremely hard. After Virginia Tech, we knew that we had some fast beats coming up. So our training, basically, we continued up with our high mileage. We've been slowly starting to come down a little bit, but our workouts have been harder than ever. 
forever and they're just going to keep getting harder until we get to our, our conference meet and our guys improved night and day from Virginia Tech or even when we just ran a 6k to going to the 5k they made huge leaps and bounds and looking at where they're at now and where we're going I can see them making even more huge improvements as we can move on. White says that he is blessed to be able to compete in a historic meet. Being part of the first home cross country meet in many years is also a great honor. We're always on the road and we're going to never have the support from Marshall because we're always gone. So being able to have everybody from school to come out there and support us was just amazing. And I can see this meet growing every year. Marshall cross country looks to carry its momentum from the historic Thundering Herd Invitational into the Louisville Classic. For FM 88 Sports, I'm Ben Anderson. Thanks, Ben. Marshall Cross Country will meet again on Saturday, September 30th in Louisville, Kentucky for the Louisville Classic. Yesterday evening, Marshall Volleyball fell to the Old Dominion Monarchs three sets to one in its Sun Belt Conference opener. The Monarchs built an early 5-0 lead in set one thanks to four Marshall attack errors and a kill by Monarchs junior right side hitter Maya Conway. Even though the herd battled back to a three-point deficit, thanks in part to three service aces and four kills, the Monarchs pulled away with a 10-3 run to take its uh, to take the first set. Excuse me. In a two in a set two that featured 18 ties and six lead changes, neither team got out to a run larger than three to nothing. With the score tied at 22 all, the Monarchs stormed late with three consecutive kills to take a 2-0 set lead. However, Marshall did not go down without a fight in set number three. With the score tied at eight early in the set, the Thundering Herd fired off an 8-2 run featuring two kills by Bryn Brown, one by Lydia Montag, and a Kate Kilpatrick, Kate Kilpatrick service ace. Despite fighting back with a 7-2 run of its own, the Monarchs could not climb out of the 16-10 hole it found itself midway through the set as the herd took set three by a score of 25 to 22, staying alive in the game. In set four, it would be Old Dominion leading early, taking a 15 to 11 lead midway through the set with multiple three to nothing runs. Nonetheless, Marshall took the lead back with a five nothing run of its own on the backs of two service aces by Alyssa Maggie and two attack errors. In the end, the Herd could not hold on to its late one-point lead as the Monarchs finished the set and the match on a 5-2 run, sealing a 3-1 victory. Marshall Volleyball seeks to avenge its loss tonight at 6 p.m. in the second match against the Old Dominion Monarchs from the Cam Henderson Center. We're going to step aside for a quick break, and when we come back, we'll update you on swimming and diving and more Marshall Olympic sports. You're listening to Herd Roundup. Oven mitts. Safe and effective. Okay, mouth guards. Safe and effective. Hmm. Bungee cords. Oh, usually safe and effective. I've got it. Generic drugs. Definitely safe and effective. Really? Yep. Generic drugs, huh? Yep. But are they... Ah, uh, completely approved by FDA. Is that so? It is the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Some kind of review? They check everything. Performance, quality... But what about... Manufacturing, labeling... Everything, huh? Tough, multi-step review process, my friend. All approved. By FDA. FDA. Safe and effective. Hmm. How about shark cages? <laughs> One would hope so. To learn more about the safety and effectiveness of generic drugs in America, talk to your doctor or pharmacist. Call 1-888-INFO-FDA or visit www.fda.gov. Generic drugs. Safe. Effective. FDA approved. 
Brought to you by the Food and Drug Administration of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. In today's economy, it's just as common for companies to merge and go out of business as it is for workers to change jobs. As a result, retirement plans can be left behind, lost or forgotten about until it's time for workers to retire. Even in the best of circumstances, workers can have questions about or problems with their retirement plans but not know where to turn for help. That's where Pension Help America comes in. Found online at pensionhelp.org, Pension Help America connects Americans to resources that can help them find answers to questions about their retirement plans. By guiding you through a simple series of questions, Pension Help America will put you on the path to finding the help you need. Pension Help America is a website of the Pension Rights Center, a nonprofit consumer organization dedicated to protecting and promoting the retirement security of American workers, retirees, and their families. If you have a question about your retirement plan, visit pensionhelp.org. That's pensionhelp.org. A public service message from the Pension Rights Center. What I say, you already know, but you don't believe. You won't accept, you don't conceive. When you're inside your car, you feel safest of all. Are you safe? Are you? Two tons of sheet metal in your hands. Two tons don't run on autopilot. You have a mission. It's no collision. Hold the phone. Don't text. You're angling to be next. Oh, you've done it before. What's the harm? Just this once, there's no alarm. Got your hands on the wheel? No big deal. Brothers and sisters, you won't see it coming. You're off the road. Your life explodes. It's not worth it. Don't do it. You only think there's nothing to it. Put it down. Hang up. Pay attention to highway action. Behind the wheel, there is no such thing as a small distraction. Join the conversation at DecideToDrive.org, a public service message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons, who would rather help keep your bones strong than put them back together. You feel like you've known your man forever. You know his full name, his nickname, his pet names. You know his birthday. He likes old school rap more than R&B and anything his mama cooks. Yeah, you feel like you've known your man forever. But that doesn't mean you know everything about him. Of all the women living with HIV in the U.S., about 66% are African-American. And most of these women got HIV by having unprotected sex with a man. The good news is more and more women are stepping up and getting tested for HIV. Women just like you who know they have to look out for themselves. Get an HIV test. Whatever the result, there are treatment and support programs available in your community. To find out where you can get a free HIV test, visit HIVtest.org slash take charge or call 1-800-CDC-INFO. That's 1-800-232-4636. If you've had unprotected sex, get tested for HIV. Take charge. Take the test. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hi, this is Terrence Howard. My mother was the cornerstone of our family. She shaped me as an actor, a musician, as a human being. So when she was diagnosed with colon cancer, it was like our whole family got cancer. And she died when she was only 56, so this is personal. Now hopefully my heartbreak is your wake-up call. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer, but you can prevent this disease. Screening finds precancerous polyps so that they can be removed before they turn into cancer. I've been screened. If you think that you're at an increased risk like I am, ask your doctor when to start screening. And if you're 50 or older, get screened. I don't have my mother anymore. So please, do everything that you can to stay around for yourself and for your family. Screening saves lives. 
A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hi, this is Marshall Men's Basketball Associate Head Coach Cornelius Jackson, and you're listening to the worldwide leader in Marshall Athletics coverage, the Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Herd Roundup, the only show that recaps the week that was in Marshall Athletics. I'm Sean Kelly. And I'm Nate Courtney. Last Friday, Marshall Swimming and Diving released its schedule for the 2023-24 season. FM 88 Sports' John Bogus has more. The Marshall Swimming and Diving team's inaugural season in the Sun Belt Conference was set Friday with the release of its 2023-24 schedule. Marshall will serve as host at the Frederick A. Smith Natatorium for three of its 10 meets as it prepares for the Sun Belt Conference Championships in February and the NCAA Championships in March. Head coach Ian Walsh says that the schedule structure allows for the team to prepare accordingly for the Sun Belt Conference Championships. We have um, a lot of multi-day competitions. allows us to prepare women for our mid-season meet, which is a three-and-a-half-day format. A lot of the reasoning behind our meets and having not just dual meets, but tri-meets across multiple teams is just to ultimately prepare us for uh, the end of February. In August, the Sun Belt announced it would bring back swimming and diving as its 20th sponsored sport. The last time the Sun Belt sponsored the sport was 2013. Marshall Swimming and Diving has now been a member of three conferences in three seasons. It was the lone sport at Marshall this past season to not be sponsored by the Sun Belt, instead competing in the Missouri Valley Conference. Coach Walsh says the unknowns are a challenge, but the team is handling the switch well. Our administration and our coaching staff want to find the best place and home ultimately for our program, so we were thrilled to find out that we can be under the same umbrella as the rest of the sports here at Marshall. In addition to Marshall, Georgia Southern, James Madison, and Old Dominion will join the conference too. Marshall competed against Old Dominion previously in Conference USA and had a meet with James Madison this past season. Coach Walsh says the familiarity with its new in-conference opponents helps. Familiarity is always good. I think we're definitely going to see some familiar faces. We have four programs that should put together a really good championship meet. Marshall dives into the season with its annual green and white meet taking place during homecoming weekend. For FM 88 Sports, I'm John Bogus. Thanks, John. Marshall Swimming and Diving travels to Morgantown on October 6th, facing off against the West Virginia Mountaineers for the day one of the West Virginia Games. Earlier this morning, Marshall Tennis opened its season at the Thunder in the Mountains Tournament in Charleston, West Virginia. While the results of today's matches have not yet been released, Marshall opened its season with a doubles match at 10 a.m. against the West Virginia Mountaineers, followed by another doubles match against the Cleveland State Vikings at 10.45, capping off day one with a singles match against the Mountaineers at 1.30 p.m. Marshall Tennis will resume play tomorrow, beginning day two of Thunder in the Mountains at noon with a singles match versus West Virginia. The Herd will play one more match later that afternoon before ending the three-day tournament on Sunday against Cleveland State. Finally, this past Wednesday, it was announced that the second annual Hoops in Huntington event is set to take place on Thursday, September 28th. The event will, be, the, the event will take place downtown in front of Pullman Square at 7 p.m. In an added twist to the normal festivities, the Marshall Swim and Dive team will join the men's and women's basketball teams at the event. In addition to a skills contest, three-on-three game, dunk contest, dunk tank, and outdoor court, all three teams will be available for autographs an hour before the event starts. And that will do it for this week's Herd Roundup. Tune in again next week as we recap all the news for the week that was in Marshall Athletics. For Sean Kelly, 
Ben Anderson, John Boggess, and the rest of the FM88 sports team, I'm Nate Courtney. And I'm Sean Kelly. Thanks for listening to another edition of Herd Roundup. Don't forget to check out our entire broadcast schedule on our website at www.marshall.edu and follow slash WMUL and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WMUL underscore sports for more on the Thundering Herd. Thanks for listening to Herd Roundup. Tune in again next week at 5.30 for the most complete coverage of Thundering Herd Athletics on 88.1 WMUL. You've been listening to another sports presentation on the Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network.